Hey, Drinking Buddies. Thanks for all your support in 2020. We're down to our final events of the year. Come down to Center Street in Anaheim for Taste of Japan at Shinsengumi. Conveniently and safely pick up Shinsengumi Yakitori Grilled Skewers and Motsunabe Hot Pot, Tanata Takoyaki Savory Octopus Dumplings, and Drinking Buddy Savory Rice Cracker Snacks on Friday, December 18th, Saturday, December 19th, or Sunday, December 20th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Don't miss your chance to sign up. Head to www.tasteofjpn.com and get your pre-order in now. We'll see you at the pop-ups. Have you finished your holiday shopping yet? We've got lots of great gift ideas for that friend or family member that loves snacks and drinks. Our limited edition B-Zen beer mugs, TGIF t-shirt, beer flight tray, and more will bring a smile this holiday season. Don't miss our clearance on snacks and stock up for the holidays. Head to our website, www.thedrinkingbuddyshop.com, and use code HOLIDAYSNACKS to get 30% off full-size packs of Ryu Senbei and Wasabi Shoyu Mayo. Happy Holidays from Drinking Buddy. Everybody respected him because he's the master, and whatever he decides, the ingredient or his skill, we must follow This is The Drinking Buddy Show, where we explore food, craft, beverage pairings, and the entrepreneurs and tastemakers behind them. I'm Frank, founder of Drinking Buddy Artisan Snacks. On today's show, Peter Kim joins us on behalf of Kizakura USA. Peter Kim shares the unique beer and sake offerings from Kizakura Brewery in Kyoto with retailers across the United States. He joined us to share the history of this unusual dual brewery along with their line of flavored sake and the Kyoto and Lucky craft beer series. I was born in Seoul, Korea, and I moved to the United States about 15 years ago. Before I joined Dijakura, I had to work at the Asian food distribution company for around like six years as a sales rep. And I was in charge of a restaurant and Asian market in South Bay area in California. And I sold the sake and beer as well. And while I was working there as a sales rep, I started learning more about the sake and beer. And also I learned how I should do marketing in the U.S. And we had a sake expo event every year in major city in the U.S. And Kizakura also participated in the event every year. And in 2018, I had a chance to help uh, Kizakura booth at the sake expo and came uh, interested in working with Kizakura since they make not only sake but also beer, which is kind of unusual here. Have you gone to the brewery in Kyoto? Yeah, I went to Kyoto for training on January. I spent two weeks. What was it like? Yeah, it was, it was cool. It was very nice and everybody was very nice. Yeah, I learned so many weird things because I usually like it's just to sell the product. But this time I have to study more detail how to brew the sake. So tell me a little bit about the history of the Kizakura Brewery. The company name is Kizakura, I mean yellow cherry blossom in Japanese. Kizakura was adopted as the name of our brand by the company's founder, the Matsumoto family. The Matsumoto family has been learning a sake business for generations since 1791. And Kizakura really was established in 1925 in Kyoto, Japan, and is known as a successful Japanese sake brewing company concentrating on water and rice. Which are the most important elements? Kizakura combined the precious secret passed on from generation to generation, 
and modern brewing technique to make the best sake. Izakura has made a variety type of Japanese sake and also started brewing the beers in 1925 using the same yeast we use for our sake for unique flavor. For both sake and beer, the brewery uses spring water called Fushimisu. Sake usually come in glass bottle, but Gizakura brought almost the first paper pack sake called Don into the market in 1983, and it became a big hit and it's still loved by many people. Tell me why you would want to do the paper pack versus the glass bottle. So it's very easy to carry, easy to display compared with the bottle, and it was very successful. Yeah, it's easy to pack, and right. one of the challenges, even when you're just carrying it yourself, is putting bottles into a bag or a box or anything like that. They bounce around. Right. You don't want them to break. <laughs> no, no, right. So that's a very good idea. It's very convenient for customer use. Yeah, definitely. In addition, Kijakura has a company character called Kappa, which is a well-known imaginary human-like creature in Japan. Kappa is used as a symbol of a Kijakura brand, and there is even the famous Kappa song that is used in Japanese TV commercial. Kijakura product has become very popular because we invest a lot of money for the TV commercial. Yeah, and the Kappa is like a human mix with a sort of right, right, like right. a salamander or something like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, kind like of hard kind to of explain. Ghost or like a <laughs> kind of creature, but yeah. that is our main character. So we use a lot for the TV commercial. So the unique point with the beer was using the sake yeast. Yeah, some beer we use uh, sake yeast. And then you said the beer started in 1925? Right, 1925. But the sake brewery itself isn't as old as some sake breweries, right? Right. What about the head brewer? We have a sake master brewer and then the beer master brewer in our company. Our sake master brewer is Mr. Toshio Takakura. We call him Toji. He used to study brewing and fermentation in high school. After graduation, he entered Kijakura in 1977, and he gained the experience in Kijakura main brewery called Misugura, and he became a master in 2002. And since then, he has won a gold annual Japan Sake Award 12 times wow. and selected for future master craftsman by Kyoto City. And we have our beer brewer master, Mr. Yoshio Miyabe. He first joined Gizakura in 1983 in Sake Brewery when he attended an internal training program in 1996. He had a chance to see very cool yet passionate brewers. After this experience, he became a big fan of craft beers and desired to work for brewing beers as a beer master. Then he transferred to the beer brewing teams in 1998. And Kizakura has many kinds of beer flavors such as yuzu, matcha, or black bean. But those special ingredients can be the factor to change brewing condition for batch. So one of the important rules as a beer master is to maintain production quality for all batches and make the best production schedule. So the sake master and beer master are the most valuable key person who control the business right now. Absolutely. They both have been doing this for decades now. 
Do they have people that are training under them now? Yeah, we have some other here and they're still learning. Did you get to meet them when you were there for the two weeks? So I had a chance to meet them during the training program and everybody respected him because he's the master and whatever he decides choose some ingredient or skill, we must follow his order. So tell me a little bit about Kizakura in the U.S. We started to export Kizakura brand sake in 2013 and beer is in 2016 to the U.S. And we established Kizakura USA in January 2020. So prior to that, you were working with maybe just distributors? Like in 2013 and 2016? Right, right. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. And this year, unfortunately, being the pandemic right, year. Terrible. <laughs> crap, everything. Right? Whole restaurant business is terrible right now. T tough time to start. Right, right. Hopefully getting better next yeah, year. Yeah, I think next year will be much, much right. better. Especially now that they've got vaccines and all that. Right. I think it's going to be a much better year to get started. <laughs> right, exactly. When we come back, Peter shares the offerings from Kizakura Brewery. Thanks for listening so far. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. Then head to www.thedrinkingbuddyshop.com and pick up some tasty pub snacks, barware, and more. Every purchase you make helps us support small family-owned businesses in rural Japan and bring you more delicious, unique snacks to pair with your favorite beverages. Special thanks to all of you that have already started enjoying our snacks and sharing them with your buddies. We have a total of 12 different kinds of Kizakura sake, such as Junmai sake, Hana Kizakura Junmai Ginjo, Teron Ginjo style, and then Junmai Dai Ginjo S is kind of pretty popular right now, and some sparkling sake. And we have a regular nigori and then very unique flavored nigori sake, such as matcha nigori and coconut sake. That is uh, our sake line. So it's, you said a coconut sake? Yeah, we, oh, wow. we have a coconut sake. That's great. This one is pretty popular right now, too. And I haven't had the matcha nigori. No, tell me about it. So matcha nigori, is, we use a real matcha. It's very smooth and very sweet. So we try to focus to make more the flavor sake in the U.S. market. So this one is only available in the overseas market, not in oh, Japan. Most customers in U.S. really like to flavor the beer or flavor the sake. So we made matcha and coconut, but we are going to make more. Yeah, that so makes sense gonna... in the U.S. I can see especially younger drinkers that are getting into right, it. Right, right. Yeah. So the new generation looking for the flavor the sake. So coconut nigori, especially, we focus to make a cocktail style. So when people buy like a pineapple juice, with coconut nigori sake, when they mix, it's going to be the pina colada. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah. the mix ratio is 50-50. So use uh, like the help of a uh, coconut nigori and help of a uh, pineapple juice mix can make a uh, pina colada. So it's, people like it. Right? Sounds like an amazing summer cocktail. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. And the matcha nigori, do you have a specific maker for the matcha or... Is it like an Uji matcha or is there? Yeah, so the Kyoto is one of the famous matcha. Right. So we use the Kyoto matcha. Very so nice. you can see some matcha powder in the nigori. I love Kyoto for that. Last time I was there, every time I go there, 
I always go around with my wife and we have to get matcha sweets. You know, they've right. got those shops that are just yeah. matcha parfait, matcha everything. It is a very well-known name for the matcha. So. Yeah, but I think it's so interesting that it's only overseas. That's really cool. Peter shares the Kyoto and Lucky craft beer series and some favorite pairing recommendations. For beers, we have two different kinds of craft beers. One is the Kyoto beer series and the other one is Lucky beer series. So we have eight different kinds of Kyoto beers and three different kinds of Lucky beers. The first Kyoto beer is 5% alt and this one is authentic beer following the German traditional brewing method using only malt, hop, and water and yeast. This one has the balance with the bitterness of hop and multi taste of a caramel malt. It's nice balance with the bitterness of hop and multi taste of caramel malt. So this beer goes well with the meat sauce of pasta and the sausage pizza or lasagna, deep fried skewer or fried tofu. And the second one, 4% Kyoto Krano Kaori Ale. This means flavor of sake fruity. This one got the silver medal of International Beer Cup in 2015. The most unique point of this product is that we brewed with a Ginjo Sake yeast. This one has a mild light taste and clean short finish. So this beer goes well with a butter potato, a raw oyster and grilled white fish and ramen. Next one is a Kyoto IPA. This one is an unpasteurized 6.5% beer. It is a Kijakura first authentic IPA. Hopi and citrus entry on your palate, so following by strong and deep bitterness. So I recommend a pork rib barbecue and french fries and spicy poke and chicken karage and donkachi ramen. And next one is a 5% Kyoto Yamada Nishiki beer. This one got the silver medal from the International Beer Cup in 2015, brewed with a Japanese Yamada Nishi rice. This one is crispy, light taste like a lager. It goes well with a tomato pasta, fried rice, and donkotsu ramen. I've had the Yamada Nishiki, yeah, that's the sake rice, which is really right. excellent as well. It's very, right. very popular in Japan. It has sort of a sake note to it. Mm-hmm. But it's not like you're drinking sake beer, you know, it's just... Right, exactly. Yeah. So we always use like a kind of unique style. So this one is pretty popular right now. In next one, 5% Kyoto White Use Ale. It's Belgian white beer. Brewed with a Japanese citrus, spice, coriander, and wheat. We got a bronze medal, Asian Beer Cup in 2013. Yuzu juice provides a refreshing sour taste and yuzu peel give a moderate bitter taste. So each yuzu flavor matches well with a seafood pasta and fried chicken, oden, or raw seafood, uni, or oyster scallop. I've had the yuzu ale, which I thought mm-hmm. was fantastic. The yuzu and the coriander, very light notes. It's perfect. And yeah, that unique Japanese citrus, it's not the same as a lemon or a lime in the U.S. So mm-hmm. it's definitely a unique flavor. And then 5% Kyoto Kuromame Ale. We brew with a roast black bean from the Tamba region. We got the bronze medal from the International Beer Cup in 2013. This one tastes like a smoky and low roaster 
aroma like a coffee or chocolate flavor from bitterness from the roasted black bean. So it would match with the oil-based pasta and chili crab, edamame and fried tofu. And next one is 8.5 Kyoto Matcha IPA, filled with a matcha green tea from the Yuji region in Kyoto. Hopi and citrus entry, followed by deep bitterness of hop and matcha. So I would recommend barbecue pork rib and french fries and grilled white fish. And you should try with an ice cream. Beer float is pretty good. Wow. Yeah. I thought so, of that one. <laughs> right. And next one is Kyoto Korshi. This one is classic German Korshi beer, reared slowly in low temperature, following German traditional brewing method using only malt, hop, and water and yeast. This one, we got the gold medal in 2019 Japan Great Beer Award. It has a floral and sweet flavor with a mild bitterness. It goes well with a grilled shrimp with a chili sauce. Marinated octopus with wasabi or capacho. That's amazing. <laughs> it sounds so good. <laughs> it's fantastic. Again, I'm a fan of the Kyoto beer series. I think Thank it goes so really well with food. And then we have a lucky series. So the first one, 5% lucky dog. Japan pale ale brewed with Yamada Nishi sake rice. And the second one is 5.5% lucky chicken, our original Japanese style red IPA. Then last one, 5.5% lucky cat. Japanese white ale beers brewed with uh, Japanese citrus and chansho, Japanese pepper. We got the bronze medal in Japan Great Beer Award in 2019. Usually, like, I can recommend low oyster or butter potato or grilled fish, something like that. Yeah, and I think the lucky ones are really good for food pairing. And it's impressive because everything is an award-winning beer. Right, most of them got the medal. Yeah, you didn't have a dud or, you know, like one that didn't do well. They've all done well. No, and I can attest that none of these beers have an equivalent here in the U.S. You're not going to find something that tastes like them. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I really like them. Because, I mean, there's some big Japanese beer brands that are really good light lagers. So you can get a lager anywhere, but you're not going to find a Kudomame ale. Right. <laughs> being <made. laughs> yeah. Thanks so much to Peter Kim. Find out more about Kizakura by checking the links in our episode description. Be sure to keep them on your radar for 2021. Next year, we're going to introduce more new sake and new beers. So new lines that aren't here yet. No, not yet. Are any of them going to be like the coconut or matcha sake? We are trying to make a flavored sake and more variety of our beer as well. Thanks for listening to The Drinking Buddy Show. Be sure to subscribe and share it with your buddies. Check out our latest artisanal snack offerings at www.thedrinkingbuddyshop.com. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Take care and drink well.